Yo, what's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to yet another episode of Godfitted Japan. And I'm Johnny. And I'm Shank. That's right. And as you fine folks know, Godfitted Japan's about two dudes, booze. Japan and the news. That's right. And this is episode number... 196. 196. I graduated in 96. That's awesome. That's a good number. Yeah, that's not so bad. I think I should have graduated a little before that, Johnny, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. And, Faders, hopefully this turns out pretty good because we're doing another Skype episode. Yay. Yay. Fucking around with a whole bunch of software. Yay. My computer's a piece of shit. Yay. Ah, <laughs> dude, it's such a headache. You know, like, it's just because you and I have been doing video casts and podcasts together in a room for fucking four years, man. Yep. And, I mean, once in a while we did a Skype one, you know, just because of things. But usually when we both couldn't do a show, we'd have a guest. Yeah, totally. Recently, life has been so fucking hectic between us, right, man? You've got kids. Yeah, <laughs> got I got it, We got work and we got everything else, So we're but we're trying to hold it together, give you a good podcast, so hopefully this week the sound will be awesome. Oh, God, I hope so. God, I hope so. <laughs> yeah, uh, dude. All the work you... Man, I have to say thanks to you, man, because you're the one putting in all the work on your end, dude, because you're the one who's been downloading software and doing the trial and error and going through sound test after fucking sound test. Dude, Faders, it, it seems like it should be like totally easy. Like, you just open up GarageBand and hit record, right? But no, wrong. No way, dude. There's so much shit you gotta, you gotta have. You gotta have Soundflower. You have to have, what, LineIn or LinkedIn and shit. Then you gotta Something figure out... Yeah, if together. you want to get good audio, right? It is really hard to get good audio, man. It, it should be easy, but no, it's it's tough, dude. It's tough. I, I'm going to go back to old school, man. I'm just going to write a letter. No, we should go way old school. We should do zines. Zines? <laughs> just send yeah, like a I monthly see. zine. Hey, guys. Go to GodfadeJapan.com where you can go to the store and buy one of my zines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, speaking of. Good promo, dude. Shit, man. Mm. Oh, dude. So, so our boy Matt's in town right now, right? Oh, hell yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. So today, earlier today, this is like Monday. It's a three-day weekend. Today is Umi no Hi, or mm. Ocean Day in Japan. So we have a three-day weekend. Yep. Um, which is pretty awesome that it's a holiday to celebrate the fucking ocean. But I guess we do live on a goddamn island, right? I love the ocean, although okay. I never go near it. <laughs> dude, you're so white, you blind the people on the beach, man. Oh, dude, yeah. Until they look at all the hair on my chest and back and shit, dude. Oh, God, it's so nasty. Like, I'm a horrible, horrible, ugly-looking person. So we've both been hanging out with him a bit while he's been here. And, uh, yeah, today, I, you know, I never go to Uropongi at all. You know, it's, I think the last time I went, I went last year on my birthday just to eat a steak dinner and go home. Uh-huh. But uh, I haven't been down there to, like, hang out and, like, go check stuff out for a couple years, two or three years, man. It's probably a good thing. Oh, dude, every time you go to Roppongi at night, you get in trouble, dude. Dude, people try to fight me all the time. Dude, I'm fucking, like, what, four foot five or five foot four or some <laughs> shit, dude? I'm fucking, like, I'm really short, right? Even in Japan. You have a little pipe, and you have, like, one of those green hats, and you box <laughs> all funny. <laughs> and everybody picks on me. All they want is me lucky charms. No, man, fucking every time I go to Roppongi and shit, fucking people get drunk and shit and try to fight me, dude. And I'm not uh-huh. a fighter, dude, so fucking I always get shit every time I go there, so fuck Roppongi. Yeah, yeah, I'm not into Roppongi, but I'll tell you what, we went down today for two reasons. Uh-huh. One, first of all, we got there, and Matt met up with me and my family. We went over to the Doraemon exhibition at Roppongi Hills. Okay, now that's so, cool. Doraemon, of course, everyone knows, is the cat with no ears, had him chewed off, you know, a cartoon, big popular cartoon, the Dokudemo door, magic door, he's got the magic pocket, pulls shit out. So it's a bunch of sculptures of all of the different, and he's a robot. 
He's actually mm. a robot. It's all of the sculptures of all of the different robot uh, magic characters that he's turned into over the years. Oh, shit. So that's cool. there's just like each sculpture is just a different expression and a different theme from a different episode. And if you go to the, uh, like, uh, uh, our Instagram or Matt from Bagnum Boarded, I guess his Instagram or, or Facebook, Matt Cohen. Um, you can see Matt got I got a picture of Matt with the best one. And it was like uh, Draymond with uh, like like a Satan, a satanic book. No way. <laughs> it was pretty. It was pretty. I, I mean, I've never seen that episode. I've seen a bunch of Draymond episodes of, and stuff, of course. Right. Yeah. I mean, uh, because, of course, you're gonna, you know, like living in Japan. But it says, uh this Draymond, he's making like an Akambe face, you know, with like the one eye closed and the tongue sticking out. And he's holding a book. It says Passport of Satan. <laughs> and, and, I think I have I got, one of those. Uh, Passport of Satan. Yeah. Dude, of course. <laughs> Who are you talking to? Yeah, dude, you have you have the the satanic uh, was a satanic Bible, some Aleister Crowley around, Crowley around. Oh, Crowley. Ah. We missed um, so we went down there, you know, and checked out all these Doraemons and stuff. And then, if you didn't know, um, Godzilla was already released, or Gojira, was already released in America. I heard it's a shit movie, but anyways, it was already released in America. It's been out. It hasn't been released here in Japan yet. Oh, dude, it's a shit movie? Are you kidding me? That's like, what I heard, man. Oh, Spoilers, guys. I haven't se- I haven't watched it yet because I'm still going to go see it just fucking because. But I guess it's a shit movie, not enough Godzilla, too much fucking shitty story. But bec- to promo it for its release coming up here in Japan, they built a 6.6 meter high, a big giant ass uh, Godzilla coming out of the earth. Oh, shit. In That's Midtown, pretty cool. In the no Rapongi, Midtown Shopping Center, right? Oh, dude, that's pretty awesome. So there's a park outside, and it's got, like, this uh, Godzilla coming out of the earth, and then his tail is coming out of the earth behind him and stuff. And there's a bunch of people down there taking photos. We went down there and stuff. But I'll tell you what, when I saw the picture online, mm-hmm. it they had made the grass and everything around him look like he had popped out of the earth, right? So it looked like, for like I, we know Godzilla came from the goddamn nuclear ocean, right? Yeah. But no, it was him coming out of the earth for some fucking reason, right? But instead of having the ground around him all fucked up like he came out of the earth, they decided must have wanted people to be able to take pictures and crawl around it. So Is they he coming fucked, out of a flower or some shit. <laughs> so it was just all smooth grass around him, right? So then around him, her, it—I don't fucking know. I mean, I guess if it was a him, he should have a big fucking Godzilla cock. Dude, or Godzilla a, if it was kind a of her, a he should have name. a big Godzilla vajayjay. Well, speaking of AJ, oh, never mind. <laughs> so, <laughs> we'll get to that um, in a minute. But, but instead, it was just like on this nice, perfect grass. So it just looked like somebody took the torso of Godzilla, uh-huh. a giant Godzilla, chopped it in half and just like stuck it on the grass. Stuck oh, it on the grass. Oh, dude, oh? they didn't make a PC. He's not like smiling, giving like the thumbs up or some shit or anything. Yeah, he's the, not wearing sunglasses, is he? He's not wearing sunglasses like Spuds McKenzie, no. But he does look like he's got this kind of like arm thing going on, this T-Rex arm thing going around. Like he's doing a pata pata dance of some kind, which is, and that, that's okay. The post is okay. Tail's kind of cool because you can go underneath it, like crawl through the tail. Oh, that's cool. Like between the ground and the tail where it's sticking out of the ground and stuff. But yeah, man, you it's like it was not like anything real. I mean, the sculpture's supposed to be realistic looking, but the setting that they put it in, not realistic at all, man. Uh, so but I can say that, well, if you guys want to check it out, go to our Got Fade Japan Instagram or uh, Facebook page and you can check out some pics of it that I took. Um... 
And those those are up there as well. But uh, yeah, you know, and I guess at night they light it up and stuff. But for fuck's sake, dude, you heard they're building a new Gundam, right? Well, oh yeah, yeah, the one that break dances and shit. Yeah, <laughs> I hope it break dances. So they're gonna build a new Gundam for the 40th anniversary. We were talking about this last week, and they're putting all this money into it. It's probably gonna go into Odaiba again, just a huge, massive structure. But for this dude, they have like uh, something a. Uh, a quarter the size of Gundam, which is still pretty big, but nothing like Gundam. doesn't move. It's got some, like, shitty fucking uh, LED lights on it that light up at night. It's fucking Gojira, man. Fucking Gojira. Okay, it's a fucking but- iconic fucking thing, man. It's older than any other fucking kaiju in Japan, right? Well, yeah, he's older than Ultraman, too, right? Oh, yeah, yeah for he sure. He came on like what, 1950? Ultraman came on like the 60s. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. He's got 10 years on uh, Ultraman. But the thing is about like Godzilla and stuff. Godzilla, like with this movie, from what I understand and stuff, he's like, it's a badass movie and shit. I guess like you said it sucks and stuff. But I mean, originally Godzilla is supposed to be like kind of like a scary movie and shit. He's eating people, destroying shit and stuff like that and stuff. But they got it like so. Is he kind of keeping that kind of theme where he's kind of like a badass motherfucker? Or is it kind of like he's kind of a little bit more playful? Well, no, I think he's still a badass motherfucker, but I think in the, 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 from my understanding, what they did wrong in the movie is they tried to give the movie a plot, dude. Godzilla movies don't need a fucking plot. I think Godzilla Godzilla movies should be like fucking, what, like Friday the 13th, like fucking all of a sudden people are doing something, he comes in, fuck shit up. Fuck shit up, right? Yeah. And then if it's a good Godzilla movie, like King Ghidorah or someone, Mothra is going to come down from the fucking sky and fucking battle him, right? Who's That's the, the shit I want to see, dude. Oh, yeah, totally, for sure. But who's, like, the good guy or the bad guy when Mothra comes? Is Mothra really the bad guy or is Mothra the good guy? Well, that's what I've always wondered because Godzilla eats people and fucks dudes up, man. I was watching some, some shit on TV and Godzilla, like, uh, it was the one where... Like, uh, Gamera and Godzilla team up together to, like, fight, uh, King Ghidra. And, like, at one point, like, he throws, like, like, uh, Gamera, I think it's the turtle, right? Mm-hmm. Throws him, like, through a fucking helicopter or some shit. And, like, just kills a whole bunch of people. I think they're, like, news people, me or something flying by. As long as it's not podcast, dude, I'm fucking cool with him killing the media. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? So, like, but it's still, like, Godzilla fucks up towns and fucks up cities, kills all kinds of people, so he's technically a bad guy, but I guess he's the better of the two evils, because King Ghidorah's got three fucking heads, and down to just kill everyone, right? But just, like, Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, like- well, maybe, maybe... Maybe Godzilla's free, like, he's from Earth, so he's protecting Earth so that he can kill it for himself. He doesn't want fucking foreigners coming in his shit, fucking <laughs> Yay, killing Godzilla. people and shit. That's his shit. Yeah, I guess you know, he's got the turf, right? Yeah, yeah, he's a nationalist, man. Mm. On the weekend, he's got, like, the loudspeaker parked in front of the station, waving the fucking flag and everything. And, you know, to be honest about those nationals, I do like their music, man. It's so old and shit, and it's all, like, echoey and stuff. I can't understand a word of it because it's so echoey and shit, but still, you know, they get the horns. If they sped it up, it would be ska. Well, even the Yakuza has a new theme song now. Remember we did that in the show last month, right? They have a music video or some shit trying to recruit people. You'd think that the fucking right-wingers would come up with something more catchy, dude. I I can't believe they don't use AKB48. Or at least like a, an alternate, an, an alternate, 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 because there's also SKB48 or oh, whatever, what, those, all what those other ones, What if they do like ones, AKB49? Right? Like, we've got 49, bitches. We got one more than your shit, you know? <laughs> Somebody should, dude. 
Um, you know that one of those dudes is going to get really fucking bummed out, fucking one of the handshake dudes, and show up with an axe and some smagma on his hand and fucking take out that 49th fucking member. Well, you better not do that with the Nationals, because those guys, they, they do carry, like, well, no, they don't carry weapons, do they? Well, you know, you know, nah, yeah, 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 that's, uh, that's to be, you know, I don't know about that, but they're really into militarism. They're really into real rebuilding Japan as an, a country that can defend itself and project if it needs to. Uh-huh. Um, so I think a lot of those guys might be gun nuts. I'm sure they're really stoked that you can make 3D printed guns nowadays. Oh, dude, I'm sure they're totally stoked in that shit. Yeah, dude, it's kind of sketchy, man. So anyways, we went down there. I would, anyone who's in Tokyo right now, I would suggest going down to check out the Duraemon exhibition. It's right there, like at Roppongi Hills. Take a walk over 10 minutes to Midtown, and then you get to see a Godzilla. And also, while you're there, there's like a little river creek that's got like little mats along it. And it's Mm -hmm. like not a Tokyo river. It's just like clean water pumped in this little stream. And you can take off your shoes and socks and stick your feet in there and chill out and have a beer, man. That's what I did. It's fucking awesome. Dude, that sounds pretty awesome. Dude, how about you? What'd you get into this week, man? Okay, well, while you're hanging out with Matt during the day and shit, I'm kind of hanging out with him at night and stuff. So we've been going to a lot of bars and izakayas and uh, a lot of nightclubs and shit like that. So I'm definitely taking him out and showing him, like, kind of, like, the darker, seedier kind of side, kind of side of, like, Tokyo and shit. And fucking, let's see. Out of all the places we went to, we went to this one club where it was just all-girl DJs and shit. And that was pretty mm-hmm. awesome. And that I was in Oyama. guys... Was that when you were painting? No, when I was painting and shit, that was in Shibuya, and that was at uh, Our Lounge, which is another club and shit, which is pretty cool. They had two floors. One floor was uh, drum and bass and, uh, I guess, disco house. It was kind of weird. And then the other floor had reggae and shit. And, uh, I heard man, about the reggae show. I heard it was a dude's, a Japanese dude's reggae release party, and at one point, twin chubby girls from Okinawa jumped out in fucking military uniforms and started rapping. Yeah, yeah, that was insane. It <laughs> sounds so epic. Welcome dude. to Shibuya, dude. Well, dude, well, that was happening and stuff. On the floor upstairs, on the seventh floor, there was like disco girls wearing like scandalous bikinis and shit that were dancing. Can around. I mention oh. the picture that you sent me? Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Okay, no, no. So there's a, uh, I was you sent get to a that. picture after the fact I was of gonna you get to hanging that. out in front of your live painting with some very scantily clad ladies, Johnny. Absolutely. Let me get to that. So basically, these girls are on stage and they're dancing for like half an hour doing like the crazy sexy dances and shit. And I was there with the lady and Matt and shit. And fucking after they, they finished and stuff, they went up and they're hanging out by the bar by where my painting was. And like a couple of people are taking their pictures and shit. And so fucking I went up there and shit with the girl and we're taking pictures and stuff. And also my wife, she goes, why don't you get in there with them? And I was like, thank you. Hey, dude, that's how it all begins, dude. Why don't you get in there with them? Hey, man. Well, okay, I'm not going to go there, but fucking... Next thing you know, it's the fucking... What do you, if, if a wobbly H is a 3P, then what letter does 4 make? I don't know. Whatever letter... It's w? kanji, dude, and it's a really good kanji. I'll tell you that. But fucking... <laughs> anyway, yeah, so I got some pictures with them and shit, and that was pretty awesome, and got to hang out with them just for a little bit. But yeah, I think Matt had a really good time and shit. I mean... He, he said he was really out t- until 4.30 in the morning at a club. That dude, I cannot imagine him at a club until 4.30 in the morning, man. Hey, man, I'm showing them Tokyo. That's what we do. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. How we roll. When you travel, you, you do. You have to go break away from your usual routine and do stuff that you normally don't do. I know I know he doesn't drink, for example, but when we hung out, like, not today, but the other day, we went out and had a couple beers, had a beer, too, something like that. So, you know, 
Oh, oh we shit. went over to Deathmatch before he went and met you, which is the Golden Guy Horror Bar. Mm. And he had like two beers over there or something. So I know, I know that when you're back home, if you don't drink, it's one thing. But when you come to Tokyo, kind of got to drink, Johnny. Well, see, it's part of the culture here because here nobody does anything except for, like, spice and shit and all that nasty stuff. So when people, like, let loose and shit, it's all about booze. And here you can drink daytime, nighttime, on the street, in a bar. You can drink anywhere. You can go up to a cop and shit, completely hammered and shit, open up a bottle of whiskey, start chugging it, and just say, where am I? And they'll just say, you're in Tokyo, and that's it, dude. It's fucking, like, totally, like, I guess it's alcohol freedom here. Well, we talked about it on a few shows back, but in the uh, ranking of countries of acceptance for alcohol, Japan ranked number one. Number one. Hell yeah. yeah, dude. So it is It is the drug of choice. And let's not be confused here. Smoking and drinking are drugs, dude. Tobacco and fucking alcohol, man. They're drugs, dude. They are the drug of choice in Japan, man. That's true. That's true. Oh, but yeah, the cutting down on smoking. I mean, you can't smoke outside except for in like kind of like designated areas and shit. And a lot of restaurants have non-smoking sections. Ten years ago, it was a lot different because, I mean, you go into an izakaya and you just basically you smoke anywhere, right? Dude, on you know. the train platform, you could smoke before, man, until a few years back, dude. Yeah. And like, so you smoke you on the train platform anymore. next to like some, you know, elementary school kids going to school. Do you remember smoking on an airplane? I do. I, I was smoked on the airplane. last international United flight from America to Japan in 1997. Did you do that on purpose? You're like, I gotta get, the, I gotta catch that flight. No, no, <laughs> I, I just happened to be flight. the last one, and they had they designated the back row for smokers. Me, a cowboy from Texas, that was working on oil rigs in China. A university schoolgirl and like some other like middle aged dude sat in the back row, chain smoking, drinking, and talking shit. I'm sure you became like the best of friends because I mean. You all are going to remember that experience until, like, the day you die. Oh, dude, we had a good time. We didn't exchange numbers. Tell me what it was like. Three, like, international cell phones, so nobody's cell phone worked, you know, once you leave wherever you live. Like, I was in Seattle. Once you leave wherever you live, you just can't fucking use your cell phone back then. So we didn't exchange information. We didn't try to. We just enjoyed that flight. It was fucking awesome. Yeah, back then people actually had business cards. (laughs) Yeah, man. (laughs) Um, Well, dude, you know what? It's mm. Monday night after a three-day weekend, and you know what? We need to get into the motherfucking news, Johnny. All right, dude. All right, how are we going to do this? A verbal... You're going to do a little rock, paper, scissors. Okay. Size wait, wait, I'm going to say what I'm going to do, and you're going to say what you're going to do, all right? All right. You ready? Right. Gotcha. Saishowagu. Junkin. Scissors. Rock. Okay, cool. Wait. Right. No, that's bullshit. All right, I'm just going to drink. Uh, dude, you drink, man. Fuck, dude. It's because we don't get the video going right now. We want to make sure the audio stays fucking perfect. We don't want to have too much, many things running um, for this week, people. So I got the rock. He got the scissors. I'm going to go first. Go for it. All right. Welfare ruling stuns foreigners. Welfare. So this is a serious topic for you and I. Maybe for some other people it's not so much. But uh, anyways, um. Welfare ruling stuns foreigners. Friday's landmark decision by the Supreme Court that permanent foreign residents of Japan are not entitled to welfare benefits will discourage more municipalities than ever from doling out such aid. Um, Responding to a a lawsuit filed by an 82-year-old Chinese resident of the Oita Ward, um, the top court stated in its first ruling of its kind that legally speaking, permanent foreign residents like you and I, Johnny, uh-huh. don't qualify for public assistance because they aren't considered Japanese nationals. 
Jesus Christ, then why am I paying all these fucking taxes? That's the thing. So let me, let me get into it a little bit more. The ruling is significant in that it cl- finally clarifies whether permanent residents are eligible to claim welfare. For years, municipalities have been distributing welfare payments to financially needy foreigners with permanent or long-term residency status, um, including spouses of Japanese and migrant workers from Brazil. So all those workers, migrant workers working for Toyota down in Toyota town, they, if they, you know, if they get laid off, they could collect welfare or collect unemployment. In this case, it's a Chinese resident who was actually born in Japan. Wait, let me see. And grew up in Japan. She's 82 years old. Um, let me see if it gives if the, does this article give the details of her. Anyways, she was the one who filed the lawsuit because she was eighty two. She'd gone down to the welfare office to update her welfare status, and they denied her, dude. They're like, ah, oh, fuck you. Born like lived her whole life in Japan, paid what taxes her whole fuck, life. Dude, that's crazy, dude. Oh man! Instead of paying taxes, she should have kept all that money. She'd probably have millions of dollars. She should have just moved around and just fucking like tax dodge the whole time. Oh, dude! I mean, hypothetically speaking, I'm not like I'm not condoning like breaking law or nothing like that. But uh, if you're, we pay a lot of taxes as like especially people in their 30s like us mm-hmm. because we're making decent salaries. And, uh, like, we're paying for all these fucking old people, right? There's more and, old uh, people than young people, too. Yeah, and young people, a lot of young people aren't working full-time jobs. They're working little, like, part-time jobs, or they're, like, you know, arubaito, part-timers, or they're, like, in, what, what's the other one? Uh, fucking neat. Like, they have no, no, not even trying to get a job, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's basically people just stand at home. Now, the thing is, like... I don't understand why they wouldn't like like grant them like grant old people and shit like senior citizens this this welfare because think about this the the amount of like 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 foreigners living in Japan that are actually reaching this age and shit is very minimal compared to yeah, other it's, countries. Yeah, it's very small. And, it's, very and the ones small. that are here, I mean, we're also talking about like people who are brought over during the war from fucking Korea and stuff. Oh, the Koreans, yeah. And then you know, and they've been like relocated to Japan. They lived here their whole life, or the children of those people. You know, so they ended up in Japan, like, not even on their own discord, you know, like, like on, on their own accord. And then all of a sudden, like, they're going to be, like, 82 one day, and the, the government's going to be like, you know what, we're not going to give you any assistance. Bye-bye, fuck you, have a nice day. Dude, yeah. is, what, what happens to them? I mean, do they live in the park with all the other homeless people and shit? And That's what I wonder, man. Like, and on the other hand, like, uh, like as you mentioned, we pay so much in fucking taxes, dude. Aren't some of those taxes supposed to go towards the time when we might retire? Uh, theoretically. Theoretically. Yes, but technically. Fuck you. Huh. Well, the verdict the verdict legally enshrines this de facto state of affairs, making it official that foreign residents have no legal basis to claim eligibility for public assistance. Why? Um, from now on, foreign residents will still be free to apply for welfare payments, but will likely face similar odds of receiving them. What about people who have Shakai Hoken? Yeah, it, it it depends. If you're paying into a private Shakai Hoken, I, maybe. And also, I think that whatever you pay into Shakai Hoken... Oh, sorry. Um, it's like Social Security. Yeah. Social Security benefits. I think Social Security is kind of like a savings plan. I think they have to give that to you, right? But for example, like let's say that you get you retire your job when you're 65. Mm-hmm. Um, you have some savings. 
you're collecting savings, you know, you're, you're old and stuff. And then you, for something happens and you go through a hard time, right? Yeah. Or maybe you get like some, something happens and you lose your savings. Maybe you get sick, you spend your savings. Then you have no, no like avenue to go and get help from the government at all after living all these years in Japan. Dude, you are so fucked, man. Oh, dude. dude. That's why you got to follow my lead, Johnny, and just start birthing in the army, dude. Just kid after kid after kid. By the time that you're old and decrepit, they're going to be like in their 30s and shit, all working, making money. They can support your shit. Theoretically, that's all. Again, theoretically, I'm playing devil's advocate, man. Theoretically, that's like a good idea. But the thing is, I could just imagine my kids hating my guts. (laughs) Fuck you, dad. Fuck you, man. (laughs) Fuck that, dude. And again, wait a second. Kids rebel against the parents and shit. And fucking, I I was listening to punk, skateboarding, doing all sorts of other bad shit, getting into trouble. So that means technically my kids should be fucking angels, dude. My kids are going to be fucking brainiac nerds and shit, like fucking brainy smurf, dude. I'm going to be fucking set, dude. Yeah, I think I'm cool. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But you just never, never know, dude. Like, sometimes those kids that start off brainy. You always had that friend in high school, right? He was kind of, like, a little bit dorky in high school. Like, didn't have, like, a lot of friends. But you knew him after high school. And he starts going to the bar, going out. The next thing you know, he's sniffing coke off of boobies in a toilet in some dive or something. Because he's probably be sniffing glue, but, yeah. Because he never got it out of his fucking system when when they were young, you know? Like, uh, and then... You know, you know what I'm talking about? No, I totally so know what you're talking about. All, there's always the other route, you know? I'm so screwed. Yeah, you're right. I'm fucked. Oh, Dude, what story you got this week, homie? Oh, God. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> A Japanese artist jailed for the JJ boat vows legal fight. Does okay. it actually say the JJ? No, it doesn't say Vajayjay, but I love the word Vajayjay. Vajayjay's I, pretty awesome. Johnny loves I feel like if I, That's going to be my I, next t-shirt. Yeah, man. If you hear the word vagina, you feel like you're in your, like, health class in junior high that your fucking, like, PE coach was running. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, whoa. Yeah, vagina. Yeah, it just sounds too technical. Vajayjay is a fun word. Vajayjay, it's a good Vajayjay's word. Vajayjay's fun. It sounds me. like a party, dude. It sounds like there's streamers and sparkles coming out of it. Dude, Vajayjay's with streamers and sparkles sounds like an STD, man. That's just wrong. <laughs> Speaking of, okay, here we go. <clears throat> Tokyo, a Tokyo artist known for her genitalia-inspired work has been released from police custody following her arrest on obscene charges. Her lawyer said Friday, in a case that sparked accusations of a clampdown on freedom of expression, Megumi Igarashia, who's 42, who calls herself uh, Rokure Nashiko, uh, which roughly means bastard kid, was taken into custody on Saturday for distributing data that allowed recipients to make 3D prints of her vajayjay. Now, dude, think about this, man. Did she do this every day? Where like one day she's like like on the rug, or the other day she has like a, her- a herpes like outbreak or some shit, or is it always the same one? Because I mean, you could have like collector vajayjays and shit. I mean, dude, this could be a really well, limited interesting edition, thing. dude. When it comes to toys and vinyl toys or three D mm-hmm. printed things, a lot of the good artists, you know, like uh, a lot of the ju- juxtaposed kind of like lowbrow artists, they're starting to get into. Before it was vinyl toys, now they're getting into the fucking three D printing, man. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my buddies owns a shop here in Tokyo, and he, like, distributes, like, a lot of, like, uh, juxtaposed type artists and books, like, stuff and does shows. And, dude, I see his uh, Facebook more and more 3D printed stuff, man. 
Wow, that's pretty awesome. But if he releases like the 3D print, oh, he's just selling the items of 3D printed stuff. But the plastic is pretty cool. But I, I think vinyl is cool just because vinyl has that texture to it. And vinyl also has kind of a smell to it too, which is kind of cool. And it's actually, it has a little bit more give to it. So if it's a Vajayjay and you want to like stick your dickhead on it, it's going to feel a little better. Oh, with vinyl? Oh, yeah, for real, dude. Totally. I mean, <laughs> that other hard plastic shit, that's going to scratch you all up, man. Dude, oh, God, that'd be horrible, dude. The that's reason be, like, why 3D out. printers are not more popular right now, Johnny, is because that, uh, that ABS plastic is so hard that you can't make a pocket pussy out of it. As soon as they make a 3D printer that can print a pocket pussy, motherfuckers will be buying that shit all day, dude. Well, true, but what about dildos, dude? They can totally make dildos out of that, right? Yeah, but it's going to be like, again, it's going to be like all hard, and sometimes there's like a little imperfection in the side. You know, I had a 3D printer at home myself, man, and I've never thought, like, I'm going to print a dildo that's like rock-hard ABS, like plastic, and uh, use it. No, not at all. But if it came out in fucking, uh, you know... <laughs> if it came out in vinyl, now that's a different story. A whole different story, man. You're game changer. Game oh, changer. Oh, man. Well, okay, moving forward, she's uh, quoted as saying, I had no idea why I had been arrested and detained because I don't believe my vagina is anything obscene. I agree. She said, I was determined to, I would never yield to police power. Fuck okay, yeah. yeah. FTP, that's true. motherfucker. <laughs> FTC. Okay, so before her arrest, uh, Igarisha, she, uh, or Megumi, had collected about 1 million yen, or $9,800 through an internet crowdfunding site. And basically, she was trying to build, like, this huge, like, uh, what am I call it? Kayak. A canoe. A canoe. Kayak, yeah. Well, she actually did. She was like, she accomplished it. And I got pictures of it, dude. People We're signed gonna it We're going to post those online because it's a picture of her rowing a kayak. A vagina kayak. It's a of, vagina Of her own pussy. Yeah. Uh, JJ, I'm sorry. Pussy. It's so her in her own pussy. <laughs> oh, That's man. That's so weird, man. That's so meta, dude. It's her rowing her own pussy boat. That's true. That's true. But, you know, the story is kind of interesting because, I mean, think about this. Okay. All right. Having, like, a vagina boat and then selling, like, 3D, like, uh, or, yeah, 3D printed uh, material of, like, her vajayjay. Now, that's considered illegal and crude, right? But the thing is, if you go to Kawasaki on a certain day and shit, and what was it? Is it I think uh, it's, it was just recently, a couple months ago, like, yeah. in May or uh, maybe April or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. But in Kawasaki, they have, like, like a full, was it a full day or a three-day festival where everybody has, like, cock and shit and they have like cock statues they have cock popsicles that they sell cock earrings and shit for yeah, like, women boys, who girls, want to have babies will go sit on a giant stone cock mm-hmm. while their family members take pictures of them riding the cock it's a fertility festival that's what it's it is it's a fertility festival yeah there's no. wieners everywhere he's in it's the the one festival where there's a couple few of them in japan but you'll see like 11 year old girls walking around with like cock lollipops in their face oh yeah that's true we, mouth, got, dude, yeah, we, we got it on our site but yeah. the thing is, how is that legal? And then, then this artist, this 42-year-old, then think about this. This is a 42-year-old pussy that she's, like, riding in and shit, dude. That's fucking in its own in its own right. But <laughs> so, so the thing is, like, how is that legal? And then fucking, like, a girl in a canoe and shit, how is that illegal? Well, and this is the other thing. is Those are comparable because she's not just, like, sending out, like, printed vajayjays, like, 3D printed vajayjays that look all realistic – 
realistic because their art that she uses the vajayjay as a platform for the art so for example she has a vajayjay that looks like um, a valley with trees and a little farm she has mm-hmm. another one that looks like sandals like two vajayjays and they look like sandals she has another one like all of them are like have some sort of art on them you know what i mean she's got a whole it's franchise like, of vajayjay dude she's a vajayjay girl she sells it she, and, and the thing is it's all her vajayjay and she's not selling someone else. She's not prostituting anyone. And just like at the fucking cock festival, the fertility festival, where people have, like, cock sausages and cock lollipops and stuff, mm-hmm. it's not, like, a detailed... It's not like she's drawing little hairs on it and fucking, you know, like... It's not like a cream pie or something. Yeah, there is no scratch and sniff, that's for sure. Oh, then again, if there was, she'd probably be really that's rich. That's the second dude. thing 3D printing technology needs is scratch and sniff, man. Scratch and sniff. Make I had a friend that had scratch and sniff business sniff. cards. Dude, sell a million 3D printers in Japan. Jesus Christ, dude. Technology is so awesome these days. Technology Holy shit. Out of control, dude. Oh, um, man. Yeah, so so like I was actually looking through like the if you, the the web images like the Google images and stuff and uh dude and it's not even like you have to if the kayak I mean it looks like a vajayjay but it's not like you look at her in it and the only reason like you're like oh shit that's a giant pussy you look at it and you're like oh she's in a boat wait to be honest it kind of looks like a like a old like watery banana <laughs> seriously it's all yellow and shit and it has all these like names and shit and stuff written all over it and stuff i think all the names of all of her the, sponsors yeah all the people who actually supported her and uh are of her making it and shit like that but yeah dude fucking if she gets busted that she could receive up to two years in jail dude I, I, I heard another comment from somebody on Facebook that said here in japan someone i know here in japan that was said how come wiener eater didn't get in trouble for showing his wiener but Vijayjay Printer did. Remember Wiener Eater? Yeah, that happened down the street from Gamuso. Yeah, he cut off his dick and then cooked it up for people at the bar. Mm-hmm. And then technically, technically, after he chopped up that wiener and served it to people, he was showing a real wiener to people, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was showing it that to That was a real wiener people were eating. <laughs> dude, could that be considered prostitution? Because the wiener is going in their mouth. That is kind of a sexual act. Cannibalism, dude. Cannibalism, but it's not against the law here. He ended up getting arrested for what? Do you remember? Uh, I don't know. Trespassing? Cooking without a license. Oh, cooking without a license. Oh, man. <laughs> Serving food publicly without a license. Dude, that's bullshit. People do that all the time. Yeah, dude, people do that on the sidewalks all the time. I it's bet you half barbecue. the kebab trucks, like like food trucks in Tokyo, don't have fucking licenses. Mm. And you know those dudes at the park that are fucking run by the yaks don't. Oh no, no, no! But they make a lot of money, and that food is really good. I hope those guys do not go away. There I hope so to be, too, man. Back in the day, people used to sell sake at uh, which one called stations. You kind of like at like a baseball game and shit. How there's like somebody that's selling beers and stuff like that. Yeah, in yeah, the stadium, yeah, yeah. Which we'll find out soon on Wednesday. But uh, which one call it in the stations? There used to be a guy walking around with the same kind of thing selling sake. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, you see that in other like developing countries as well, dude. Like somebody walking around selling gum or selling like beers or selling like something, right? Yeah, but you know, obviously they don't chiclets. have a license because they're fucking poor, man. Mm. Not paying taxes on that shit or anything, but it's it's small money. It's like such a fraction of the economy. Who fucking cares, right? Oh shit! Well, I got a good way in how to make money and shit. This girl is selling like the JJs and shit. Now you'd think like somebody like me or you and stuff would sell dicks, but no, dude. I'm taking it to the next level, dude. You know what I'm buttholes. selling? Buttholes. No, not buttholes, dude. Nobody wants to buy that. Oh, I'm dude, selling- like, I, I bet you there's a few thousand dudes in Nichome right now, fucking that would disagree with you, Johnny. 
Okay, well, I'm going to sell to the mass public, dude. I'm okay. selling fucking nipples, dude. Do you know how many fucking things you can make into nipples, dude? You can make fucking nipple breath mints, nipple, like, fucking decoder rings. You can make nipple, Ooh, like, pancake cutters and shit. Dude, totally. You can make anything out of nipples and shit, dude. And fucking, you know what? Nipples are not in that fucking gray zone and shit. You can show nipples on TV, dude. And you can show nipples on, like, fucking magazines and dude. I'm going to have my own fucking festival, dude. It's going to be the nipple festival, dude. And everybody has to like be topless. It's going to be just this, like Paris, dude. Dude, I like this idea, man. You could do you could do the nipple hats, the, mm-hmm. like a nipple helmet. You can dude, do the, the nipple, nipple goggles. You know the nipple hats are going to yeah. look like? They're going to look like little Smurf helmets, dude, or Smurf hats, dude. <laughs> That's it, dude. Put that in your head, dude. Nipple hat, dude. Fuck yeah. Dude, I like this idea. I like the bubble gum. Yeah, nipple bubble gum. That red sounds mint, good, red man. Mints. Oh, dude, yeah, yeah, dude. And, and you know what? Everyone has them. It's not like a gender-specific thing. Everyone's got nipples. Yeah, I've never totally. met a person in my life that didn't have nipples. Dude, and nipples can come in different colors, different sizes, different shapes, dude. Scratch oh, dude, it's a, just like a just like a wiener of a JJ. All each one's different, dude. Original. Oh yeah, I guess so. But yeah, dude, different colors, man. It's the way to go. <laughs> dude, I, I'm, I'm if if you start this festival, if you start this fad, this nipple fad, I will totally support you, Johnny. I'll show up to every party wearing nipple something. Shit. Okay, think about this. Okay. Faders, this Saturday, I'm having a fucking party at Gamuso, okay? Mm-hmm. And fucking, if you're living in Tokyo, you best get your ass there, dude. This fucking is going to be the most insane party ever. I've got yes. eight bands. i got surfer punk bands, rock bands, indie bands. I even got a couple of fucking, like, hardcore bands and shit. And all the lights are going to be fucking black light and shit. And we have three yes. artists, which are going to be painting people with, like, fucking uh, black light painting or black light paint and shit like that, body paint and stuff. So everybody's going to be glowing, including the bands and shit. It's going to be fucking awesome. And if you let the artists paint your nipples and shit if you go shirtless and fucking like you got your nipples painted and i'm I'm specifically talking to the ladies out there i will buy you a fucking shot so johnny you're offering a shot wait let me get this correct for the ladies is it one shot per nipple or does it like you have to have both nipples painted in order to get the shot now that's an interesting question i'm gonna say i'll pay for one shot if you get both your nipples painted yeah yeah because you want to just like get it halfway done because you want to be able to come Pair the, the the palettes. Absolutely, absolutely. In different colors, definitely a plus. And uh, yeah, dude, that's gonna be pretty insane. What if they're a dude? If you do, you ain't getting shit. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> oh man, yeah, dude, this is gonna be crazy. And I'm only doing this not for my entertainment, but for the entertainment of everybody else there. Dude, and of course, Gamuso is our sponsor, so you should go to Gamuso and support them by buying their booze and fucking checking out their website and stuff. They got a lot of events going on. I just had a beer with Pee Wee earlier in the week, man, oh, over shit. at uh, Sam's place. Over uh, at the- you went to Sammy Baby's place? Yeah, Fuck actually, man. I didn't have a beer with him. He was there talking to Sam about the Tanabata Festival coming up. Yeah, I'm working. And me and uh, my boy Justin went down there to get some beers because they got the best fucking import beers in Tokyo, dude. Dude, they do. Fucking Sam's finale. place finale. is fucking awesome. Yeah, and he's a super nice guy, man. Totally And he's nice. got that little drinking room on the back. Mm-hmm. We've so got it in the back, good. and he sometimes has it in the front, too. Yeah, I'm. he's going to have it in the front during Tanabata, but in the back is where the fucking locals go, man. That's where the locals go to down beers and eat snacks. Dude, I'm not even going to tell anyone where this place is, because fuck him. No, dude, definitely tell him where it is, dude. It's fucking awesome. Dude, and Sam um, loves what's the that, What's the name of his place? Uh, Mitsuya. Mitsuya's liquor store. So if you're in Asagaya, go to Gamaso and maybe before Gamaso, have a beer at Mitsuya. Yeah, have a couple of streeters. And you can go to gotfajapan.com where you can support the show by donating. There's a donate button under our shop. Also, t shirts and stickers and zines and stuff we like got that. It all. 
to support the show, but every little bit helps us with our hosting, guys. So thanks a ton, man. Fade it forward, faders. Hell yeah. All right, dude. Should we take a break and come back with the top five? Yeah, dude. I ran out of drink, dude. I'm too fucking lazy to go to the kitchen. <laughs> All right, me <laughs> too, man. So let's take a break. We'll be right back with the top five, people. All right, faders. Peace. Yo, what's up, folks? There's a couple of things we love here at Got Fit in Japan, and, well, as you know, it's booze and news. But one thing we also love is art. We love art at Got Fit in Japan. And in fact, you should love art, too. So come on down to thespillthink.com, thespillthink.com. We have all your artistic needs. We've got paintings for sale, t-shirts for sale. Hells yeah, we even have a book. Come on down and check out the book. We've got videos. If you'd like to see a couple of videos on how the art is made, check it out, too. And also... Spillthink.com can also be used for commission. If you have something in mind that you want to be made, come on down to Spillthink.com and have it made for you. Spillthink.com, making art, producing art for all your artistic needs. Spillthink.com. Am I going to say it again? Fuck yeah, I'll say it again. Spillthink.com. I'll even spell it. T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Spillthink.com. song, isn't it? Yo, what's up, faders? Welcome back to the second half of Got Fit Japan. I'm still motherfucking Johnny. And I'm still Shank. That's right. <laughs> oh, dude, uh, too many fucking pina coladas. It's fucking hot. So sue me. All right, faders, you know what time it is. What we're going to do is going to be the top five. The top five is the five stories which are not as cool as the first two, but they're still pretty goddamn cool. Here we go. Roll it. Number five. Wounded man dies in Saitama convenience store, Johnny. Wait, a woman died inside a, a convenience store? No, a wounded man dies a inside a Tama convenience store. Did he come in? He's like, just a pack of cigarettes and a Coke, please. Oh! <laughs> Marlboro's, if you got him. Oh. Yeah, dude, he's, he was wounded in battle. Oh, shit. Um, police in Yashino, Saitama Prefecture, said money. They're investigating the death of a 24-year-old man who came into a 7-Eleven convenience store bleeding from stab wounds and died shortly after. Jesus. According to the police, the man identified as Kodai Kiyota came into the store at around 3.30 a.m. Drinking and drinking. Came in for that final tall can, Johnny. Oh, God, dude. You know I how mean- it is. You're wasted, and if you go home and you go to sleep, you're not going to have a hangover. You'll be maybe a little bit groggy, but what do you do on your walk home? Dude, you get that last beer, dude. That last fucking tall can was the death of him. TV quoted a store employee as saying that he could barely walk and that he was bleeding from several parts of his body. He collapsed on the floor and was pronounced dead soon after. Oh, man. Poor bastard. Did he at least get that drink? He said surveillance camera footage showed that the man had been involved in an altercation with a group of men outside the store. Several cars were seen in the 7-Eleven parking lot prior to the altercation, but they all left before the struggling victim um, was able to get into the store. Police said that they are questioning Kyoto's friend and brother who were with them prior to the attack. And they're examining surveillance footage as well. Oh, Jesus, man. That's pretty fucked up, dude. So it was dude, his brother, and his friend walking into the store, a bunch of cars outside with probably some, I don't know, chimpira guys or Yankee guys. You know, like the kind of, you know, furo guys. These guys that aren't very, like, 
they don't got regular jobs. You know what, dude? I I I can't believe you're pointing the finger at these guys, dude. It, it could have been anybody. It could have been like like six like businessmen, all dressed all spiffy, smoking a cigarette in front of their Ferraris and shit. And these guys are like greasers. And those guys kind of came in like, oh, what's up? And then fucking like the the preppy guys are like, oh shit, and they got in a fight, dude. Just like that that movie, that fucking movie. What's it called? Uh, the Outsiders, dude. That's probably what happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or maybe it was something more like Gridlocked with Tim Roth and Tupac. You ever see that one? No. What, Where they're the about? heroin junkies and they want to get like into the methadone clinic. So at the end, Tim Roth, they start stabbing each other with a little teeny knife. So maybe... Yeah, this dude here, uh, Kodai, he's a junkie, and he's like, man, I really got to clean up, man. I just want you guys to stab me. Come on, brother, best friend. You guys just stab me a little bit. They'll haul me away. I'll get my drugs in the hospital. I'll get a chance to clean up. Dude, that's a really good point. Maybe they just stabbed him a little bit too much and shit. Like, maybe they hit, like, an artery. <laughs> They're like, oh, shit, I think I got your heart, man. Run! Oh, Fucking run! <laughs> oh, man. Number four. Four knife-wielding man arrested on bus in Fukuoka. Johnny, remember some years ago that a man, like there was that dude, young dude, like maybe even a kid that ho- took a whole bus hostage for like fucking two days? Dude, that's happened all over the world. Like every so often and stuff, somebody just takes a bus hostage. Nobody takes a train hostage. They take airplanes. Yeah, those two directions, man. And you, and you don't want to go back where you came from, dude. We're going to Yokohama yeah, if you like it or not. That's insane, dude. Okay, so this guy takes a bus hostage. Why? A man wielding a knife on a bus was arrested in Fukuoka Prefecture on Sunday. Police said they received a call from a passenger on the bus at around 11 a.m. saying that a man was brandishing a knife. The bus was traveling along the Kyushu Expressway on its way from Nogata to Tenjin. Um, A passenger also put a sign with a message, SOS, please call police on the back window. The bus stopped near... The Zaifu interchange at around 11.40 a.m., at which time police boarded, took the man, and uh, brought him into custody. He is Masayuki Kobayashi. Not, no relation to the Kobayashi wiener eater. Oh, um, he had a knife God. with him 12 centimeters long. Jesus, None of the man. passengers on board were injured, and he is given no uh, motive for his attack. Oh, his man. That's insane, dude. He's probably just some fucker that flipped down on his meds and shit, dude. Took a knife, went on a bus. It's like, fuck it. Then again, dude, fucking, this is Japan. Where can you go, man, on a bus? I mean, there's a lot of buses here, but, I mean, you can find it pretty well, this easy. This man wanted to go to Kumamoto for some reason because the driver was quoted as police by saying that Kobayashi only told him to keep going straight ahead in the direction of Kumamoto. <laughs> you know, Kumamoto has that, the, that Kumamon, the bear. The bear character, you know that black bear with the red cheeks? Mm-hmm. Maybe you liked it. Yeah, maybe he's just a huge Kumamon fan. He wants to go to Kumamoto Station, get down there, get all of those plushies, all those, like, K-tie straps, all the stickers he can get. Uh, I don't know he's about that, dude. Fucking wait. He's got a knife, dude. He may want to go down there and kill that bear. That bear ate my kids! <laughs> I'm taking revenge, and you're coming with me. <laughs> Number three. Number three. Hmm. Um, let's see here. Number three. Number three. three. I have a number three here somewhere, Johnny. Dude, you know what? I really like the second Um, half of the show, dude. The first half of the show, dude, when we do that, like, because we're doing a Skype episode, I don't drink before, not so much and shit, but uh by the second end of the second part of the show, dude, I'm feeling pretty goddamn good, dude. (laughs) Yeah. And it's a lot harder to find fucking numbers on articles. Number three. Mother, two children found dead in apparent murder-suicide... 
leap from cliff. You got to respect this girl, dude, because most people would leap from fucking like like buildings, which take out other people and shit. Train lady, platforms, which yeah. makes me fucking late for work. Totally, totally. But this lady, this lady's like, you know what? I love everybody except for myself and those two damn kids. It's like these <laughs> fucking kids always making me cook them fucking dinner and breakfast. Never and doing lunch. the goddamn yeah. homework. <laughs> Got to clean the clothes. Character in this goddamn bento. Fucking Godzilla. That movie fucking sucked. Blue balls. Oh, God. Queef chunk. I'm out of here. Boom. Police in Choshi, Chiba Prefecture said Friday that the mother, a mother and her two young children were found dead at a Ooh. shore near a lighthouse in an apparent murder-suicide. Sounds very majestic, though. Lighthouse, cliff. Um, according to police, the bodies of the three, <laughs> no. a 39-year-old woman and her two daughters, age six and four, were found just before noon Thursday at the bottom of a 20-meter cliff. Oh, God. Inubo Saki Lighthouse in Chiba Prefecture. Do you think her last words were, come on, kids, get a little bit closer for the picture? <laughs> no, it was. I think it was more like, okay, I'm going to take a picture. All right, back, back, <laughs> back. Just <laughs> one more step back. They were confirmed dead at the scene. Police said that the body showed signs of having been subjected to physical trauma, possibly Ooh. caused by the fall and by the waves slamming them into the rocks. The woman's oh. car was parked nearby, police said. Damn, dude. Well, that sucks. Dude, there's a famous cliff in Guam. It's called Lover's Point or Lover's Peak or some shit, where I guess like two tribes of opposing tribes that were no like the it's like the you know the Shakespearean Romeo and Juliet story. Mm -hmm. Boy and girl were not allowed to marry, so they jumped off the cliff into the sea, and it's a romantic place. And I went there once with a with a lady friend. Yeah. And she was like, it's so romantic. I'm like, look how fucking far down that is and those fucking jagged rocks those people fucking died on, dude. And then you said, go back, go back, go back. <laughs> <laughs> that was the end of her, huh? <laughs> I'm like, why the fuck did you bring me here? Wait, wait, I got an idea. Let's take some pictures. <laughs> I got a camera. Oh, man. Well, they got that bridge in San Francisco, the Golden Gate and shit. And everybody, why does everybody jump off the Golden Gate and not the Bay Bridge? Well, because who the fuck wants to end up washed up in Oakland, dude? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Indeed. Like, Point if taken. If I get washed up in Oakland, who knows? Rats are going to eat my body for sure. I might get anally raped, my dead corpse. Who knows, dude? I want to stay in the fucking pristine bay. Well, that's true. And dolphins will play with their balls when you're dead in San Francisco. Yeah, well, I'm sure they will. Okay, number two. Number two. 32 employees sickened by gas at Fukuoka Bakery. Oh, my God. Do you think somebody said, it wasn't me? He's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, cool. Ha Taka, what, what did you eat, man? Uh, silent but deadly. Hmm. Words never better said. Shingumachi Midorigahama, Fukuoka Prefecture, said something hmm. that 32 employees of a plant which produces baked goods were sickened by gas. According to police, employees reported a foul odor from Taka... And then complained of nausea at about 2 p.m. They had an anime about something like this a long time ago. It was a famous anime that came out in, like, the 90s where this guy, like, he got this gas on him and shit. And wherever he went, people died and shit. Ooh. Yeah. Was it Japanese anime or American anime? Japanese anime. Japanese anime, huh? Fucking for, the name slips me. I, I can't think of it, but. Yeah, yeah. Google it. Google it. Google it. I was trying to think. Are there any characters, like, famous comic book characters where stink is their superpower? Um, smell or odor? 
Oh, dude, I wish Matt was here. Uh, yeah, Matt would totally tell us. Because I'll tell you what, something like the Hulk, man, that dude can't smell good, man. He's no. He's big and green, and you know that motherfucker ain't showering, dude. He's going to try to get in a shower. He's too big. He's just going to fucking can't get into a shower. No, no, not a, a Hulk smell shower. Ugh, fuck you, <laughs> assholes. Creep chunk. But can't the Hulk, he can swim across an ocean, though, can he? Well, dude, the ocean doesn't smell all that good. All the- <laughs> yeah, you're right, dude. He probably smells like fucking shit all the time, dude. Poor Hulk, dude. I feel sorry for him. Now I know why he's all pissed off and shit. <laughs> I saw a whole... I read an, a whole article last week about She-Hulk. And what? Did you know that She-Hulk, at one time, she couldn't change back from being the Hulk, right? Mm-hmm. But then there was a... so. But then she, like, fell in love with being herself, being the Hulk as herself, because when she was herself, she was a nerdy scientist. Uh, but she was, like, had more confidence as She-Hulk. So fucking, I don't know why I read that whole fucking wiki, but I did, man. That JJ must have smelled something awful to me. Dude, could you imagine the size of her boat? Her canoe? <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be huge! <laughs> oh, dude. How many wieners can you fit in that boat? Uh, quite a few, dude. I'm sure airplanes could take off on top of it. <laughs> that's she can only date one person, and that's the fucking Hulk, dude. Mm. Oh, um, dude. In all 32, men and women were taken to hospital to be treated, but none suffered any lingering effects. Police said that uh, that an investigation of the plant revealed that fluorocarbon refrigerants can in the plant's air conditioners and cold rooms leaked and caused the employees to become ill. Dude, oh. my con broke last week. Dude, that we must have been no horrible. air conditioning for a week. Dude, it was hell. In oh. Dude, actually, you're quite lucky because, I mean, it's still technically the rainy season, so it's not that hot and humid, although it is. But in fucking, like, like three weeks from now, dude, it is going to be fucking... I mean, mud ass everywhere, dude. Mud butt. Ugh. Oh, dude, it's awful, dude. It's fucking awful. And so I couldn't, I couldn't even imagine. Not only are you fucking working in a hot ass bakery, but you're being poisoned by air conditioners going out. My God, man. Ugh, minimum wage sucks. Okay, number one. Teacher's conviction for groping girl on bus overturned by Tokyo court. Holy I shit! We did this story way three years ago. Back you're in right. The we did the show. But let me get into it. Let me explain. The Tachikawa branch of the Tokyo District Court has overturned the conviction of a 30-year-old teacher who was found guilty three years ago of groping a 17-year-old girl on a bus in the Mitaka area. The defendant, Masayoshi Tsuyama, was charged with molesting the high school girl on the bus by touching her butt. Ox. Why did I say buttocks? <laughs> buttocks. Dude, that's such a weird name. Buttocks. buttocks. That, Gluteus I mean, Maximus. Gluteus Maximus. Dude, I'm an ass man. Yeah. Dude, why can't you say ass or butt or fucking butt cheeks? You know, butt talks? It doesn't. It dude, it's worse like in Japanese, talks. dude. Oshiri? Oshiri sounds like shitty. It does, dude. Yeah, yeah Oshiri. Yeah. That's how I remember it. Oshiri. A shitty ass. A shitty ass, dude. Ugh. At his trial, Tsuyama was found guilty and fined 400,000 yen, around, uh, let's see, $4,000. However, however, Tsuyama appealed the verdict, claiming that although his hand may have made contact with the girl's backpack, he definitely did not grab her butt. The court bases verdict on the victim's testimony that she felt the palm of Tsuyama's hand touch her buttocks. During the appeal, onboard footage from the bus's security camera was brought forth as evidence. The footage confirmed that Tsuyama's left hand had been holding the strap and that his right was occupied with a mobile during the time of the incident. So this, I, I brought this story up as number one because first and foremost, when in Japan, 
on some crowded public transportation, what should you do with your hands, Johnny? Is this a trick question? Don't put them down your pants, please. Don't okay, do yeah, definitely hold on to something. Yeah, by something, I mean not somebody's strap. ass. <laughs> yeah, if you have a bag with you, you hold the bag with one hand, and you hold the strap. You strap hang, like a strap hanger, you know? Dude, I, I just pretend like a cop's got his gun on me, dude. Both my hands are up in the air. <laughs> you just hold on to, like, you got your hands on. Up I'm not on touching anybody. Straps. You fucking tie your hands to him like you're fucking in, like, a rape scene in a fucking movie or something. Oh, dude. dude as long as my hands are in the air, dude, I don't give a shit, dude. I yeah, really don't give a fuck. Your hands in the air, man. Yeah, you always Put have to have your hands, hands on something. Because when you're on those crowded ass trains, like, in, I'm not saying because you look like a perv. I don't know who you are. You could be anyone. But any dude. Any dude, right? But if you don't have your hands, like, on a bag and up on a strap or something, and some dude grabs the, pinches the girl next to you's butt, who the fuck she's going to think did it? Uh, anybody she wants, man. Yeah, anybody she wants. Yeah, it could be you. It could be me, Johnny. Who knows? Fuck that, dude. That's why I ride a bike almost everywhere I go, dude. Well, that and the exercise, and I fucking hate trains. Crowded trains fucking suck, dude. Dude, I have a new thing where I refuse to work in mornings, man. I will not work before 9 o'clock, man, because this, those trains are so hellish in the morning. I just refuse to do it, man. I work late morning into the evening. You know, nighttime crowded trains aren't so bad because even if they are crowded, it's like crowded with like mostly younger people that have been out drinking. You know, it's... uh, (laughs) They don't give a fuck. They're like, please, somebody touch me. (laughs) Somebody touch me. My husband never touches me. He's cold as a dead fish in bed. Yeah, well, I mean, and it's a little... And people, other than the random drunk guy puking here and there, people generally are a little bit more lighter, less stressed out. But those morning trains, that shit is fucking stressful, dude. Oh, dude. Yeah, I, I fucking hate being on a train. And there's... You just... You can barely breathe and barely move and shit. And, like, every part of your body is being fucking molested and shit, dude. It's fucking horrible, man. And then after that, then you got to go to work, which fucking sucks almost as bad. No, I don't know what sucks worse, the train or fucking working. I think that they both suck. Unless you really love your job, then obviously the train. I, you know, the other thing is like usually in these cases, I think that the dude is a fucking dipshit, should be strung up, and just should have like object after object stuffed in his butt. But this is one situation where the dude actually, I think, is innocent, man. Well, yeah, they he, got a fucking video of it. Yeah, one hand on a phone, one hand on a strap, unless he was going for an upskirt shot, which is possible, but that's not what he was arrested for. He wasn't arrested for upskirt. He was arrested for putting his hand on a girl's butt. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah dude, dude, fucking being accused of that shit has got to be the most horrific thing because, of course, everybody's going to believe the girl and shit. Your boss, your company, your coworkers, your your family and shit, dude. Yep. Life yep. is over. I mean, life was probably over for this guy for, like, I mean, it must have been just horrible, dude. I mean, and then after that. Married, 30 years old and he's like, and, like, he goes on a date with the chick. So, like, what's new with you lately? Well, I'm kind of in a court battle right now. Oh, what happened? You know, you get hit by a car or something? No. <laughs> I was arrested for groping on a train. It wasn't me. Dude, dude, that <laughs> is like me. Dude, that is almost as bad as fucking like the herpes thing, dude. Like fucking where you got herpes and right before you fuck you and be like, "Oh, listen, before we do this, I got to I got to tell you something. It's not as bad as touching a girl's butt on a train, but I have herpes." <laughs> and she's like, "Well, Okay, I can live with that. <laughs> you know, ironically, I bet you it is le- there's it's probably not illegal to give a girl herpes, but it is illegal to definitely touch them on their butt on the train, dude. 
Wait, is it illegal to give a girl herpes? I don't think so, but I think... Not that I have herpes or anything, but it's just fucking just interesting. Yeah, I think in America, of course, it's illegal to give a girl AIDS knowing that you have AIDS. Didn't Robin Williams... I don't think that those fucking minor, more minor STDs that you have to say shit, man. Maybe not, but didn't Robin Williams have to pay a girl like a couple million dollars and shit because he gave her herpes? I don't know, man, but I do know that there's a website. It's called Celebrities with STDs or something like that. Get the fuck out of here. And fucking Jessica Alba was on it with herpes, man. Totally ruined it, dude. I love Jessica Alba, dude, but she's got the herpes. Dude, what about the girl from fucking Who's the Boss and shit, dude? Was she on there? Melissa Olano. Uh, she must maybe. have had. Oh, maybe dude. She's on there. I'm going to have to go on there. Maybe that's what we'll do next week. Maybe next week, Johnny, I'll make a quiz for you. Oh, and we'll, dude. We'll try to see how many of the top tens, like whatever, like uh, STD carriers are. Oh, my God, I don't know dude. I'm going to make this quiz. I just thought. Well, I know fucking the guy from fucking uh, Motley Crue, Tommy Lee's got fucking, was it, uh, hepatitis C. Oh, my God. That means that's Pamela Anderson has jump. hepatitis C. Oh, that's dude, that's fuck. Oh, yeah, but he, if he had it, he must have given it to fucking Pamela Anderson because they were yeah, wearing, wearing condoms and shit when he was fucking C got the cayenne. It's A, A got the B got the, or C got the cayenne, which uh, it actually, a lot of older people also get it because they got shitty blood transfusions when they were younger and didn't know that they had it. Had oh, well, that's how people got AIDS and shit in the 80s, dude. Ryan that White. Oh, that shit, that sucks. Man, so this guy could have given this chick herpes, but instead he just like, Bumped her backpack with his fucking cell phone and fucking got arrested as a perv, man. So uh, if you ever have the choice, definitely give herpes. <laughs> Don't grab butts. <laughs> herpes is the truth. It's, it's the way, man. It's oh, the truth. Most deaf. All right, dude. Well, that's about a wrap, huh? That's a wrap for us, people. Remember, go to forgotfadejapan.com, donate to the show, help us out, or buy a t-shirt, a zine, or something like that. We will give a shout-out to your cause, your product, your website, your blog, or something on the show, and support our sponsor, which is... Gamuso. If you folks are in Tokyo or in Japan, please come on down to Gamuso, especially this Saturday, faders. This Saturday is going to be fucking awesome. And if you get your nipples painted, ladies, I will buy you a motherfucking shot of my choice. Most like a Jägermeister, but fucking come down to 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 Gamuso. I can't even talk. And guys, you can always wait until about two o'clock because I know Johnny's gonna be fucking wasted. Then you throw a little blonde wig on, go over there and open up your shirt. He's not gonna know the difference. He'll paint your nipples too, dude. Don't tempt me. Don't <laughs> don't even do that. Oh All right, god, with that, people, we're gonna wrap it up and we'll catch you with one ninety seven next week. One ninety seven. All right, faders, catch you on the flip side. Peace. Peace. Mm.